Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How long would you last asking? Um, I reckon I'd fall between the second and third desk because here's what happened. I'd make the first one fine and then I'd get overconfident and then I'd try too hard on the second one and then fall. I think, would you make a funny noise when you fell? I'd be like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd make the whole room, so, you know, that's me. Hello there, this is I Only Like You and Movies. My name's Lonnie. Her name is Sine. How's it going, Sine? Hello, good, thank you. Abbott Elementary came out a little while ago, but we're watching it now, talking about it now, ahead of season two, which is coming out in September, which seems very close. What is it, Sine? Tell us about it. Let's go. Abbott Elementary is a mockumentary sitcom series created by Quinta Brunson, who used to work for BuzzFeed. And it's essentially The Office, but if it took place in an American public school. Yeah. And, and it sort of follows the teachers and students. Exactly. And in terms of being in a school, it's, it's a bit more wholesome than The Office, which is pretty wholesome in some ways, I guess. But I guess maybe because they're talking about education, it's all about kids and doing the right thing by children and stuff. It feels like it's a family show, maybe more yes. than The Office was. I'm not going to take... Any nitpicking of The Office in today's podcast? No, no, I'm just saying, like, The Office added some hard edges to it because it was about adults. This is about teachers and kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, all right. Did you like it tonight? I did. It's very sweet. It doesn't have a lot of depth. Ooh, okay. Am I going to get cancelled for that? Mm, I think you're the first person to not like this show. Interesting. I do like the show. (laughs) I do like the show. You hate Quinta. Okay. Interesting to hear that as well. I love Quinta. I just, I like, okay. You know. Were you expecting more, were you? I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, I guess it delivers on everything that its premise is. Maybe it's me just wanting more. I think it's great. I think it's, it is the, the spiritual success to all those shows and, and it seems particularly wholesome and sweet and like you feel happy after watching every episode, which I think could probably hit people you know, in, in a good good point of post-pandemic mm. entertainment viewing. So I think in that respect it is. I, th- I get what you mean about perhaps not being particularly deep, but also at the same time it's sitcom. So that's, that's totally fine. No, by I me. know. Hmm? I know. I think perhaps because every episode has the same formula of something, someone does something wrong and tries to cover it up and then can't cover it up and then apologises. And I just got a bit bored of that, I think, as the season went on. Sure. And there's, but there's... if you just have it on in the background, which is something you would never do, then it's, like, nice and fun. 
I think it's great. It's a sitcom. It, it's got the formula that works, but in its not just the formula is the only thing. It's, it's how it does it, and every performance is great, and all the characters, and it's funny in situations. There's no overarching, well, not many overarching um, plot points, which I think is hmm. probably what people are more used to in some ways of you know, having an overarching narrative that builds on an episode. This is just like a scenario that gets thrown up, gets dealt with, next episode is kind of the same in a different way. Um, so that's just a different style, I think, than perhaps that other shows can be, which is fine. Um, but when, you, when you're doing a formula so well, you can't really be too mad, is my, my point. Yeah. Can you give us a rundown of the characters, please? Okay, so Quinta, who wrote and created this, plays Janine, who's a very happy, bubbly, um, optimistic, wide-eyed teacher, very passionate about her job and cares about her students a lot. She's new she to often the field gets as well. Into, yeah, often gets into situations where she's trying to do the right thing but it doesn't work and, you know, she has to apologise for it. And then we have, I'll go through the main teachers. We have Ava. No, we don't. That's the principal. We have Melissa, played by Lisa Ann Walter, who teaches second grade. And she's very much like, you know, in like gangster films, when they describe <laughs> certain women as broads, mm. she's a broad, you know? Yeah, so here like on she's Wikipedia. not above taking her earrings off and kicking someone's butt. That's right. It says here on Wikipedia that she's got questionable connections. She's always got a, <laughs> got a guy who can get you something off the back of a truck. Got a guy from the mob who, yeah, something fell off the back of the truck. Mm. But again, really cares for her students. Then we have Barb. Barbara Howard. Our queen. Our <laughs> saviour. Probably... Up there in my top three characters. She's played by Cheryl Lee Ralph. And Barbara's been teaching for a long time, mm -hmm. many decades. And often her struggles in the show are reluctance to new technology or new methods of doing things. And she just wants to do it the same as it's always been done. And you don't want to mess with Barbara. She's so sweet and she's very religious. But if you mess her, you're going to be in trouble. I know. I love her relationship or the relationship between Barbara and Janine where Janine mm. sees her as her like a surrogate mother and mm -hmm. Barbara just puts up with Janine for the most part. Yes. Just <laughs> fun. And she's like the sort of the, the nice kindergarten teacher that you all wish you had as a kid. And then we have Jacob. He's played by Chris Buffetti, who is probably my favourite character. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because he's kind of me. He's just <laughs> awkward and wants to make friends and, you know, annoys the other people a bit too much. There's the terrific episode where they come to realise that maybe they're not friends, they're work friends. <laughs> I thought that was oh, yeah. great. I think we've all been in that sort of situation, haven't we? Hilarious. <laughs> there are some, I think he's like got my favourite one-liners in the show. Mm -hmm. Like the fruit should never be warm line is 
perfection. He's like you. He's got a very strong opinion to that food, hasn't he? He does. Mm. As one should. Then we have Gregory, who's a substitute teacher. He's played by Tyler James Williams. Mm-hmm. And he's introduced from the get-go as Janine's love interest. And you're sceptical. I just, like... I don't like having a love story forced down my throat. I don't like it when they're like, right, these two people are going to be together, done. It's like, oh, okay. Hmm. You've ruined any mystery. You've ruined any will they, won't they. You can see on Wikipedia they got a review saying that it was deftly handled, the will they, won't they. It was the most heavy-handed thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I actually don't think there's a lot of chemistry between the two actors. Like, they're fine, they're nice, but I, I don't feel that, like... You know, Pam went to buy Jim a soda and they have a bit of, like, hmm. flirtatiousness. That was definitely handled over, like, most of that show. It, it did kind of feel like this is our love story, guys. Let, let's throw that in. And just because yeah. they're the two young, attractive leads, they have to be in the love story. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't mind it. But you're right. You know from the beginning that there's, that's happening. Wasn't really built I sort up. of liked where they ended the season because they, mm. spoilers obviously, don't listen to us if you don't watch the show. Um, the fact that Gregory gets with Barbara's daughter mm-hmm. was an interesting sort of way to end it and I was more into how they handled it in those last few episodes than how they did it in the first half of the season. Then you wonder, does this mean we're going to just doing Willie, will not they, for like two or three seasons? When we all know from the beginning yeah, that that's where you're going to go. Well, maybe don't have it go there. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I thought his character was good because he's like kind of reluctantly there. He's got one foot at the door. He doesn't really like... He's not a natural teacher like the rest of them seem to be. But I thought it was kind of weird at some points he was talking about how he's like supposed to be a principal when he's mm. being there as a sub. Like they just I seemed a bit. Ask you about this. Well, I think they that they addressed it more later in the show, because it seemed like he was like on a fast track to being a principal. He'd done like special education in that field. A special course, right? Yeah. That's not a thing in Australian education, is it? You have to like earn your keep, don't you? Well, normally you're a teacher for like fifteen to twenty years, and then you might have like leveled up with some education on the side, like master's education or a PhD or something, in your own time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any necessarily, like, this is your you know, two or three year course to go be a principal. Maybe there is. Maybe there's some programs out there. But he know. has no experience in education. Well, that, that, that's the weird thing is that not like he was a, like, normally you've got to be a good teacher or at least a lot of experience to go along to be, be promoted up. But it seemed like he couldn't barely teach a class. So that, I didn't understand why he was there saying, I should be a principal when he's got to be taught how to teach almost still. Did you get that feeling? Yeah, I thought it was weird as well. Mm. And I just put it all down to, oh, maybe that's how it happens in America. Maybe that's the thing, that you don't work for 10 to 15 years and become a principal. You just can become one out of college or whatever. So I don't know. Didn't really pass the, the logic police. It's kind of test. funny because they wanted him, I guess, to have his own story about he wanted to be the principal there and got sort of knifed in the back and then she, then Ava got in over the top and she not qualified. 
mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. I want that storyline, but also want him to be new and have to be a bit awkward and learn how to be a teacher. And, you know, he's the outsider yeah. to this group who's already established. Didn't quite mm-hmm. always match up. But also that, that, no, that for the most part, it's a sitcom. You can kind of put that aside and just enjoy the show. But uh, I was kind of like, he's there complaining, I'm not a principal. You're barely a teacher, dude. Let's face it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry, he learned that he, he's good eventually, but yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. strange. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And then the last person we have in the main cast is Janelle James, who plays Ava, who is the principal, who I didn't love. I didn't love. I didn't like her at first, but then after like episode three or four, I was into her. I just sort of rolled with her. Here's why I didn't like her. Mm. Her bits were treated like little individual solo skits. It's Mm. like we're having a scene. We're all having some nice like comedy stuff. And then Ava comes in and has to do her stupid skit for like five minutes where she puts on a silly voice, hits on Gregory, you know, says something mean to Jacob and then walks out or Quinta and then walks out. Mm. And it's like, oh, okay, now we can go back to the main action. Cool. Yeah, it was better again, when it was it's like, oh, Ava's here. <laughs> it was better when it was more subtle than sort of in the background, her little looks at the camera and stuff. You're right. When, when she came in to do her bit, it was a bit over the top. She's very confronting in the first few scenes as well, in the first couple of episodes. I think you get used to her a bit more as it goes on. Yeah, true. It was maybe a touch strange that just sort of gave her a sort of backstory in one episode about this is why she's weird because she's got a tragic oh, sort of family. That was awful. Mm. <laughs> They never addressed it ever again. Yeah. They never hinted at it. It wasn't something they built towards. It was just one scene of, oh, she's flaky because she's got a lot on her mind. But, like, you didn't do anything with it, though. Yeah. It was nice when she came through for them all at the board meeting, though, and said she loved the school. But it would be nice if she maybe demonstrated that, too, more. Yeah. Anyway, they're, they're, they're really small nitpicks. It is a fun show, especially people who, you know, you know, interested in, in this sort of mockumentary style. I think it is a good successor down that path. Um, and workplace comedies, they're always fun because of throwing people into situations. Um, my favourite episode, I think, was probably Desking, which we mentioned up top. Because um, mm-hmm. it combined sort of fun interactions with all the main cast, but also like a almost like a rip rip from the headlines sort of storyline there's a 
trend where students are um, running over the desks in the class and filming it and putting up on TikTok and social media. Felt like planking back in our day. So today, do you ever plank? Mm-hmm. Do you ever do a plank? No, I don't think I planked. Now, is it is it called T-posing? It's the thing now. What's T-posing? You, you literally stand like straight and then put your arms out like so you're forming the letter T. Okay, Christmas. And you just stand style. like that, I think. I don't really know what the... <laughs> I don't really know what the point of it is, yeah. but I think you just stand like that and you're just T-posing. I really like that because the way that the teachers got so mad about it, and, like, it's a little bit dangerous, mm-hmm. but for the most part they're mad about it because it's the new online trend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the solution to the, the problem that episode was the teachers doing it themselves to make it uncool. That just felt very, just very neat and tidy. It was a great episode. Yeah. I agree. That's my favourite too. Yeah. Not least of all because we get to introduce to my favourite character. He's your favourite character. Zach, obviously, sneakerhead Zach, who's Jacob's boyfriend. <laughs> it's revealed that Jacob is gay. Mm. And Larry Owens is great. Mm. He's always great. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen him in a lot of things. Mm. Um, I just love that he's a sneakerhead. I love that he can identify the footprint. I love that they stop each other from going down into little tangents. Yeah, you he's so happy. Like yeah, he was a breath of fresh air into the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's good. <laughs> he was a good character. Any other episodes stand out for you? Um, I like the one you kind of mentioned before. How Barbara has trouble with um, technology. There was mm-hmm. the episode where they like got iPads and they're using the iPads to teach kids how to read. And new tech it's called yes and she doesn't know how to to use it and it appears that she's doing way better than everybody else and then she's got to teach a little boy how to read the last minute and they give him even um michelle obama's book to read <laughs> and he mm-hmm. can't and he just dances anyway yeah again it, that just felt like it felt very lived in it fit you can um get the sense that they have spent some time in schools or at least done lots of research into it they, they feel they don't feel totally out of, you know, apart from some of those things, totally out of whack with how schools work. Yeah, for sure. Anything else for you? Episode-wise? Um, the work-family episode you mentioned was pretty mm. fun. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mind the one about the gifted program where they – I thought that was very interesting because it was sort of quite sociopolitical where it's talking about funding for, mm. you know, underprivileged kids and whether it's best to use funding for you know to help the ones that are already smart get ahead further or Mm. whether it's best being spent on some of the kids who don't have access to that stuff that's it i think that's a good way i think i was trying to get that a second ago the episodes are dealing with issues not just funny scenarios um Mm. and that's a good example and the new tech one it's kind of like do we just throw money at getting every every classroom iPads that supposedly help kids how to read. And Barbara's like, I've been teaching kids how to read for 40 years, didn't need an iPad beforehand. Um, and, you know, at the end, obviously, there's a there's a combination of using the tech but also using your skills that you've learned as a teacher over that period of time to sort of merge them and move forward together. Um, yeah, so it, it is, it's, it's an intelligent show as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. I, I liked it more when it was doing that sort of stuff mm. instead of Ava coming in and being sure loud and brash and boastful, I think. Yeah. Um, 
I also liked the fact that it was like set, like proudly set in Philly, Philadelphia. Mm. Um, because it's the kind of thing like you make it the way the, you make it more specific and that actually makes it more interesting and it feels more lived in rather than just a random school in a random place in America. So that was cool. Yeah. Some, some Philly pride going on, you know? Um, and especially yeah. when they talk about the food and things, the, the whole episode about pizza and sandwiches and stuff, it's good stuff. Who doesn't like pizza? <laughs> well, I've seen this it's coming up. flag. People have been saying this more and more recently that like pizza's fine or whatever. Like, pizza's really good, isn't it? Look at all these pizza's folks. great. Like pizza or not, it's good. I don't know what people are talking about. Don't know either. Uh, okay, so we're looking forward to in season two, so more of the same? Not having so much will they, won't they, with Gregory and Janine mm, sure. and just um, maybe picking up some deeper issues about underfunded schools or mm. I don't know. I wonder how wide the scope's going to be, whether we're going to explore some parents and their stories as well or mm-hmm. maybe even dive into some more of the kids' stories. Like it's very focused on mm. the staff at the minute, which is fine, but... Mm. We sort of only see them at school as well, right? Like we don't ever yeah. follow them home or go anywhere with them. So some of that stuff might be interesting. I think that'd be cool. It might be, I think there'd be room given that uh, Winter's character Janine is on a break with her boyfriend who's obviously not suited mm-hmm. for long term. That, that could bring in some, some comedy. Her relationships might come to the fore. But yes, I think there'll be more will they, won't they? I thought I thought Barbara's daughter was a fun character too, and how yeah, they all seem so perfect on the on the surface, but deep down they had issues. But then also deeper down they were fine. That was interesting yeah, that when was that was nice explored. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I can't recommend it more. Really, like we had the one or two nitpicks, but overall, it's going to be thirteen episodes of just fun, wholesome sitcom love. You know, Snay, what are you going to rate it out of five? I'm going to give it three and a half. Three and a half. Okay. Explain yourself. Really liked it. Thought it was really nice, but I just, I wanted a bit more from it. Mm-hmm. I wanted a bit, and it's not the format itself that I had the issue with. It was sort of the repetitive storylines. You could take any, any accident that, that Janine had made and, you know, substitute it with any anything else and the situation would have been the same. Mm. So... Yeah, but I still really liked it. Yeah. What about you? Then we get four stars. Great stuff. Basically all the reasons we've said already. I wouldn't mind the cast being expanded a bit next season too. Maybe one or two mm-hmm. other faces could be interesting. Just to Well, they brought it. in the custodian to sort of broaden that a little bit. Yeah, I, I just, more. you know, there's only like four teachers yeah. we've got dealing with generally. We could maybe expand <laughs> that out. It's a big school probably. Yeah, fair enough. I know. All right, that's nice talking about Abbott Elementary. Um, it's on Disney Plus down here, various other apps elsewhere. And as we said, get amongst it now because the season two is coming out soon and you can follow along. Um, so now, do we have any other episodes on our feed? Is this the only one we've ever done? We have so many episodes. We're at season five now. Pretty much anything that's come out in the last, I don't know, four or five years, we've mm. done a podcast on it, so check it out 
sure do. We're on Twitter as well. You can follow along there and get updates and updates from Sine especially. Good stuff these days. Um, watched a lot of movies recently. Look at a few TV shows as well. I think Abbott's probably one of the better ones we've seen recently. But, you know, sometimes the pod's better when we've got something to really talk about and rip into. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, catch us next week. Um, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.